ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here for and with me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of China, Germany, and Australia. Australia, and the states of Virginia, Wisconsin, and Massachusetts. Welcome and thank you for your continuing support because you keep listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. Thank you for making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. Self empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love which eliminates fear and brings in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through the love that is your essence, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is carry rose quartz. Rose quartz is emotionally healing in a gentle way. Wear a piece of rose quartz jewelry or carry a small piece with you in your pocket or purse. I also rub it over the areas where I am experiencing pain because it absorbs the pain. I then rinse the rose quartz underwater to remove the negative energy that was absorbed. When there is physical pain, emotional pain accompanies it. We judge ourselves for having the pain, for not being able to overcome it, or for being responsible for it. We feel guilty for the way our pain affects our family and relationships, or for being a burden, or for a host of other reasons. You fill in what upsets you the most about the chronic pain you experience. The problem is that All of this self-judgment causes more stress, which causes more inflammation, which causes more pain. And sometimes unresolved emotional pain is the source of the physical pain in our body. Emotional pain is an energy and it must be acknowledged, felt, and released. All too often... Many of us grew up in homes that did not allow us to express our feelings, especially any upsetting feelings. So the best we could do was bury our pain. As an adult, though, we have a choice. We can keep denying our pain, but that doesn't make it go away. That just forces it to do its damage under the surface where no one can see it until it erupts as chronic pain or illness. Research has 
has proven this. In fact, numerous health problems that manifest in adulthood have been shown to begin as a result of childhood abuse because the abuse took place so many years before the physical problems began. Most doctors don't make the connection. When we know the root cause, not the diagnosis, but the actual cause of the pain, we can use that to relieve or eliminate the pain. Using creativity is a powerful way to relieve pain temporarily or permanently. Even if it's just a distraction, that shift in focus from pain to fun releases painful emotions and can open the door for healing. Every time I do my next workshop, Discovering Your Inner Creativity, for pain management groups, I get notes of gratitude. Albert Einstein said, creativity is intelligence having fun. We are all born creative, but judgment and criticism shut down our creative flow. To deny your creativity is to hide the deepest part of yourself. It's time to free your creativity. In doing so, free yourself. For details and registration, go to paulajoyce.com. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or to give a speech or to present this workshop or another one like Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, Freedom from Pain, or 21 Steps for Healing the Body. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Sarah Ann Shockley, who will talk about living with and moving beyond chronic pain. My guests last week, Drs. Mary and Ron Hulnick, are the founders of Spiritual Psychology and understand how to reveal your true essence of love. When they say we are divine beings having a human experience, they know the truth of those words. Earth is a school where we have come to learn our lessons. As we accept responsibility for our own choices and actions, everything changes. Mary and Ron encourage us to use the challenges we face on the earth plane to dissolve the barriers preventing us from remembering what we truly are, beings of love and light. Our unresolved issues are not in our way. They are the way to our true joyful nature. Anything that disturbs our peace is an unresolved issue showing us where we are judging ourselves or others. A breakthrough understanding is that we misidentify as unworthy when what we are is pure love. 
as we let go of all judgment and belief that we know what is best for ourselves and others, we can forgive ourselves, love ourselves, and honor ourselves. Our attitude is everything. We may not have control over what happens, but we always have control over our attitude and our response to people and circumstances. That's where we have power and can allow our joy and light to shine brightly. As one listener wrote, this show was just beautiful. I am always amazed at the appropriateness of each week's show relating to where I am in my own life and healing. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For previous shows on this topic, please listen to our shows on November 6, 2014 with Dr. Joan Borisenko from Survival to Living Meditation and Choose to see the positive November 19th, 2015 with Belinda Womack Heal Your Life with the Archangels and October 12th, 2017 with Danielle Hoffman Tablets of Light You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again That's the beauty of having the shows on demand You have easy access anytime day or night allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, and inspiration, whenever it is, I'm here for you. For added value, follow my blog with Marion Steffen's story and my life coaching responses on my website, paulajoyce.com. As she wrote in an upcoming blog about this episode, I believe that my latest illness is a lesson for me, even though I am not certain what that lesson is. Perhaps it is simply to get me to pay attention to this episode and truly figure out what compassionate self-forgiveness means. I realize that my inner monologue is very judgmental, mostly harshly judging myself. The hiccup here is that I'm judging myself for how harshly I judge myself. So I am going to work to get to a place where I can let go of being critical of myself. And speaking of coaching, I have a special offer as a gratitude gift for being chosen by Expertise as one of the 16 best life coaches in Dallas. Expertise writes, a business cannot pay to be included, and everyone is objectively qualified using 25 criteria. To celebrate, all new clients will receive a 15% discount on their first life coaching session or group of three sessions, which can be in person over the phone or on Skype. Please click on the link to contact me before the end of August to take advantage of this special 15% discount. And now it's time for my silver lining story. My regular listeners know that I have been living with scoliosis for 57 years, which resulted in chronic pain for much of my adult life. 38 years ago, when the scoliosis started to get worse, I began working with shamans, healers, and other alternative medicine practitioners instead of having surgery. Now I rarely experience pain, never take medication, and the curve in my spine is disappearing. 
The silver lining is that through the process of receiving healing, I have discovered my own gifts as a healer. I now have archangels and master healers from the spiritual realm who work through me to heal people who have been told that nothing can be done. There are times when a complete cure is not possible, but everyone can experience some relief from pain and some improvement in their illness or condition, and some people can even experience a complete cure and an end to pain. Some of us make a contract before we come onto the earth plane to experience certain lessons in the form of disease or debilitating conditions. These contracts have to be honored, but even in those cases, the severity of the lesson can be decreased by working through the spiritual realm. This is true whether the condition is physical, emotional, or mental. Profound healing is available to us, and more healers are coming forth in this time period to alleviate people's suffering. For many years now, I've been thinking how neat it would be to help people heal, and now I'm doing it. If it hadn't been for my own challenges with many physical ailments, as well as anxiety, depression, and a negative outlook on life that resulted from a lifetime of abuse, I would not have the amazing tools, life, and career I have now. To be able to help others with the assistance of the spiritual realm is one of the great joys of my life. I've learned so much about the process of healing by living through it myself. There are so many life lessons along the way of patience, self-love, self-forgiveness, forgiveness of others, and laughter and joy in the midst of all the pain and trauma. As Mary and Ron said, we are light as we uncover our true nature and lighten up. We also heal. I have three recommendations to help you ease or eliminate your pain. One, say this affirmation or mantra daily. If you're in acute pain, repeat it over and over again. Peace in my mind. Peace in my heart. Peace in my body. Peace in my soul. Second one is say thank you over and over again until the pain passes or eases. The words thank you remove negative energy. The third is breathe pink light from the heavens and see it going into the area of your pain. Think or see it removing the pain. Pink is a color of emotional healing. Our guest today, Sarah Ann Shockley, is the author of The Pain Companion, Everyday Wisdom for Living With and Moving Beyond Chronic Pain. She has lived with debilitating nerve pain ever since 2007 because her condition was unresponsive to traditional and alternative therapies. She tried, she developed her own method of pain management and reduction, not reliant on pharmaceuticals or medical interventions. A former university instructor, she has been a regular columnist for Pain News Network and is a regular contributor to The Mighty, a 1.5 million member online community for those living with chronic illness and pain. 
You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, and I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to like us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Read about and register for my Discovering Your Inner Creativity workshop or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, would you be willing to talk to your pain and hear what it wants to tell you? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Sarah Ann Shockley, who will talk about living with and moving beyond chronic pain. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down whether you would be willing to talk to your pain and hear what it wants to tell you. And I'm so pleased to welcome Sarah Ann Shockley, who's here to talk with us about living with and moving beyond chronic pain. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you, Paul. I'm delighted to be here. Well, I'm delighted to have you and grateful um, because your approach to um, the experience of pain is just so powerful, and I'm grateful you wrote this book and that you're here with us. So tell us a little bit, just to give us some background of how this, um, why, why you wrote this book and what happened to you that caused you to have to deal with this chronic pain? Yes, um, I'd be happy to. In the fall of 2007, I contracted something known as thoracic outlet syndrome, or TOS. It's not well known, but it's becoming a lot more prevalent, unfortunately. I got it from computer use, um, and it is a collapse on the top part of the body, so it's a structural problem between the clavicles, the collarbones, and the first rib. And in that area, which is already pretty narrow, you've got a large muscle from the neck and some nerve ganglia and artery and veins all moving through a pretty narrow space. And when that collapses, and I was unconsciously um, allowing my upper body to collapse forward as I worked on a tiny little keyboard, um, those things are all compressed and squeezed. And it's it's incredibly painful. It happens over time, but there's a point where finally that area just collapses in and it doesn't easily uncollapse. Um, you'd think you could just kind of pop it open. It doesn't seem to work that way. Uh, some people have it at a very lighter version than I had it, um, but mine was very severe and on both sides of my body, and it affected all those things, muscles and veins and nerves. So it creates a great deal of pain in, throughout the body. It starts in the upper part of the body and moves in the arms and the hands, and it's very debilitating. It's very difficult to use the arms and hands or to turn the neck. And for me, I was very active. I was a single mom. I was uh, the responsible one in the family. I was working and um, athletic and very the kind of person that gets everything done and moves forward and moves ahead. And virtually overnight, I went from active to inactive, completely shifted my life, completely, in my experience, lost my life, in a sense, to pain. And I know uh, many listeners have probably had that experience where it feels like almost overnight your life shifts and pain moves in. And all of a sudden you've got a housemate, a roommate, a bodymate that you didn't ask for that almost feels like another person has moved in and taken over. And for me, I, um, there's, there's some physical therapies, as I said, that work for lighter versions of the TOS. For me, it, everything made it worse. So I wasn't responsive to treatment. I had to kind of stay away from it. The only thing I could do was walk um, and be very quiet. Medications didn't help me. The only thing they had to offer was pain relief or painkillers, as we call them. 
and um, that those didn't work for me. I'm not one that tends to run to the medical shelf anyway, you know, for medications, but I tried a number of them, and they had pretty bad side effects, So, and they didn't do that much for the pain. So I was pretty much left to my own devices, like, here you go, you're... you're You've got this condition. It's not going to get any better, I was told. In fact, I was told it would probably get progressively worse. And similar to your situation long ago, just, you know, you, you're going to have to live with it. And um, I did for years until finally I thought, I, I can't do this anymore. I've got to find a different way of dealing with pain. And, and so what? I, I'm just fascinated. I was waiting for you to go on and tell me more about what you did. Um, okay. You're a storyteller. This is, it's fascinating to listen to you. That I, That's hard to say when what you're talking about is pain, but you you don't tell it as a, as a poor me. You tell it um, in, in a way that I want to hear more. So please tell us what, what, did, what did you choose then when, what was out there wasn't working. Well, I, um, you know, our first response to pain is often to fight it because it, it's, it's terrible. It feels awful, especially when it's very, very acute like mine was. You, 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 you kind of go into battle mode. That's our first response. And we're given things, like I said, they're called painkillers. You know, we, we think, okay, we're going to get rid of this. We want to stop it. That's our first response. Stop. And uh, I, I, found very quickly in my experience, especially with nerve pain, that if I got into that kind of battle mode uh, against pain, that my pain actually got worse because that put me in a place of tenseness. You, you know, when we're withdrawing from pain and we decide pain is bad and we can't go near it, we have to avoid it, we, we contract in the body, we contract physiologically as well as within ourselves. So we kind of pull back, but the pain's in our body. So we're kind of trying to separate ourselves from ourselves in a very strange way and we tend to constrict our breathing we get very tense we try to almost enclose the painful place the painful part of our body with tightness just if we don't breathe if we don't move maybe it will stop and i have found that that actually made it worse for me and so i moved away from that kind of fighting mode pretty quickly because it it was obviously really making it worse but I didn't have anything to work with, so I moved to kind of the other end of that spectrum, which was being very stoic, being very, okay, I'll just live with this. I'll put up with it. I'll, um, this is what I've been given to do. I, I'm a single mom. I've got to get up every morning. I'll kind of grit my teeth and, and just carry on. And I did that for years, years, because I had to. I had to keep going. And, and finally, after about five years of just living with this and it not getting better, I thought there must be another way. And that's when I, I thought, okay, if fighting it isn't helping me and just putting up with it isn't helping me, what, what's the other choice? Those are usually the only two choices we're given. And I eventually realized that there's a spectrum there and that the spectrum that we're talking about usually when we talk about pain in our culture is pain is bad and we need to stop it immediately. That's about all we're, we talk about when we talk about pain. Stop it, you know, end it. So we've got this one end of fighting it, and the other end is giving up because we pain is won, and we can't. We've lost the battle, and we're it's all on that spectrum of battling pain. And I thought, well, what if I step off that whole thing, you know, whatever you want to call that? What if I move into a different spectrum or a different paradigm or a different approach? So I I actually consciously tried to move away from that, 
kind of drop my battle armor in the one hand, and on the other hand, say, well, wait a minute, I'm not just going to give up either, but move into a, an, an area where I thought, well, what if I think of pain really differently? And I started to experiment with, okay, uh, instead of pushing against pain and trying to kill it and get rid of it, what if I turn toward it? Which at first, you know, when you're in a terrible pain, that's a very scary proposition. You don't really want to turn toward it. You want to turn away from it. But it wasn't helping. So I started to turn toward pain and imagine, well, what is pain? And began to set up, I started writing letters to pain on the one hand, and the letters began first to be very accusatory, you know, very, what are you doing here? Why are you still here? <laughs> you know, I can't stand it. I, I hate this. I hate you, which was very, very therapeutic. It's a really good thing to do, and I recommend it. Get that stuff out of your system, the, the anger, the frustration, the, you know, I wrote a lot about my loneliness, my feelings of isolation. Nobody understands living in pain who hasn't lived in pain, which is which what it feels like, and honestly, that's pretty true. When when you haven't been through it, it's hard to really understand how how incredibly pervasive pain can be in your life, how it can take over. So I wrote all of that through, but then I also started to shift into, well, what are you doing here, pain? Well, there must be a reason you're still here. And I started to let pain write letters back to me, which again was a little maybe sort of odd sounding to do that, but I also was pretty desperate. I had no... Nothing was given to me to to do anything with. I had nothing to work with. So, and and having a body that wouldn't respond to anything, um, that was in a lot of pain. I had a lot of time to do nothing. I, I literally was doing almost nothing for years. I would get up in the morning, kind of struggle through getting dressed, get my son to school, and then kind of spend the rest of the day just trying to breathe and get through the day and have a cup of tea until I picked him up. Literally, that that those were my days for a long time. So I did a lot of thinking. So I turned that around, and when I asked Payne, what are you here for? Payne began to speak to me in a sense. You know, of course, it was me speaking to me, but I allowed that part of me that was in pain to respond and listened. I began to listen, and I listened through. I would write as if I was Payne writing me back. I thought, well, what's going to come out of this? Who knows? I also did uh, an exercise where I would imagine pain sitting in a chair opposite me and ask it questions, or I would get up and move and sit in that chair as if I were my pain speaking to me. And what I discovered was that pain wasn't actually as angry as I was. It was <laughs> pain, pain, pain had a purpose. Pain had a reason for being here. And I began to understand that pain is a messenger. In fact, I did a creative visualization thing that I kind of made up. I thought, well, what if pain were a person? Because it feels like, feels like it's a, another being in your, in your body, in your life. So can be so powerful. So I thought, well, if pain came to the door, what would it look like? So I imagined in my mind's eye opening the door to pain, which in itself is both kind of therapeutic in a sense, opening the door to pain, but it's also kind of scary because we don't want to give pain anything. We don't want to give it any more space in our lives. And yet, paradoxically, that's exactly what we need to do is allow it the space that it needs. So I opened the door to pain, and standing on the threshold was not this demonic thing that I imagined, some fiery beast, because I have a lot of nerve pain, which feels very fiery, but um, Hermes or Mercury, the god of, of the messenger yeah. of the gods, was standing there in his silver outfit with the little shoes with the wings on them and wings. 
you know, just kind of smiling. It's like, hello. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you're, you're pain. You know, you're, the, you're my representation of pain. And that really threw me for a loop. And I began to think, oh, pain is a messenger, isn't it? I mean, how obvious, but we don't think of it that way. Pain's a signal. Pain is trying to say something to me helpful. Oh, pain is the part of me that's trying to heal. Pain is the voice of the part of me that's asking for attention and asking for healing. And what am I doing? I'm trying to shut it up. I'm trying to end it. I'm trying to kill it. I'm trying to push it away. And I began to understand that these responses we have to pain can help lock it in place. It's hard for it to move on. It's hard for us to heal when we're in a battle with, in a sense, ourselves, a battle with the, the painful part of ourselves. So I started to do a lot of creative things around um, interacting with pain, you know, finding ways to set up a dialogue with pain, to begin to listen to pain, to begin to understand. And certainly um, I can say that I began to feel some relief almost immediately, but I can also say that I didn't have a miracle healing overnight. It's It's been a number of years. But over the last couple of years in doing this kind of work, and some days I could barely do anything. When you're, really, when you're really in a lot of pain, you can't expect a lot of yourself. And that's one of the things we have to learn is to slow down and relax, let it take its time. Um, I, I noticed that what we do in our lives, you know, certainly in our culture, is we, we're a very go, go, go culture. And we're about goal setting and reaching the top and being resourceful and being independent and making our, all our lives be perfect. And, you know, and, and we can get a little frantic with that. And when we we're in pain and we have a condition, we often apply that same attitude towards healing. We're going to go. We're going to make it work. We're going to beat this thing. We're going to overcome it. We're gonna... And I found that wasn't actually what my body was asking for. Um, the pain and my body was asking for me to be actually quite different than that. It wasn't a goal-setting sort of a thing. It was more, okay, pull back from the battle line, relax, kind of take a breath, relax around the pain. If you can't relax the pain itself, find a way to relax around it and uh, begin to interact with it differently. Start to look at pain as something that has a positive purpose, and has a reason for being here. And just that, that simple but very profound movement to go from hating pain and, and, and treating it like the enemy to treating it like part of you trying to heal is a massive, I mean, it's hugely profound shift, and it can create healing just in that. And then that opens the door to many more avenues of healing. That opens the mind up, it relaxes the body, it releases the contraction, releases the breath. I mean, profound things occur just in that shift in the way that we perceive and interact with pain. Um, as you were talking, I was reminded by something that a rabbi told me once, and that is that sometimes God stops your life in order to enter your life. Yes. And, and so, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say that's a very beautiful way of saying it, and i found over these years with pain that pain has become a teacher and a mentor to me. And, you know, that, that may sound very unusual for people that haven't been through this. I think you understand that. It's not the, the p- teacher we want. It's not, you know, it's, nobody would sign up for this consciously. It's, it's like, you know, not what we want to do. And yet, here we are, we're humans on this path. And we're going to meet pain at some point on our path in life. 
just like we're going to meet um, aging at some level. We're going to meet loss at some level. We're going to meet death at some level. We can't. It's part of the human experience to have these things happen. And it's the way we meet it. It's the way we are with it. We can slow things down. We can speed things up. We can meet them with grace or we can meet them with anger and resistance. So, And we can lock them in place by our anger and resistance or we can say, okay, I've bumped into pain on my path here. Didn't want this to happen, but I understand it's part of my path somehow. And, and so, in some strange way, sometimes pain is the path. It's, it's, you know, if we can walk with pain, it's not that we become our pain. It's not that it becomes everything. But when we fight it, when we resist it, when we say, no, 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 this can't be, then it does become us almost. It, it, we become it. We're locked in that battle with it, and it becomes everything we're about. And if we can release that battle mode and realize, okay, there's a reason pain is on my path with me. And think of it as pain with me rather than against me and, and me and against let's, pain. Uh, we need to go to break, so let's yes. pause there and we'll come back and talk more about this. And the the idea came into my mind as you were talking that many of us on the spiritual path know, and that is what we resist grows and 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 which is what you're talking about so let's continue the conversation after the break on how we stop resisting and start even embracing um and welcoming the pain um for what it has to tell us so that we can heal and grow and release the pain I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to healing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind to heal physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now on your paper, write down, what do you think? think would happen if you allowed yourself to feel your pain. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Sarah Ann Shockley to talk more about living with and moving beyond chronic pain. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. 
From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you wrote down what you think would happen if you allowed yourself to feel your pain. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Sheila can help you. I'm so glad we're here with Sarah Ann Shockley talking about living with and moving beyond chronic pain. Um, Sarah, the the ideas that you are presenting are so powerful and walking through us your journey through the different phases of of dealing with pain and and also your um, coming to the understanding of pain being there to tell you something or to teach us something to help us. You know, I think pain is a helper rather than the way we usually look at it, which is something that's there to, um, well, to cause us pain, to yeah, hurt torture. us, not to help us. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's really, it's, I found that really important to, you know, the way we perceive pain leads to the way we respond to it, which then, of course, creates the way we experience it, and then that affects the way we heal or we don't heal. So if we can go all the way back to the beginning and, and shift the way we perceive it, then we can respond to it differently. And and I think of it as a maybe a more useful or constructive way to respond to pain is to understand that all pain has a positive purpose. It's 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 trying to heal us, even though it's it's pretty miserable while we're in it. But, so um, can, uh, can you, you know, give us an, can you give us an example of how it helped you heal? Yes, on uh, in many levels. Um, it, after I started teaching myself how to listen to pain, how to be with pain, for one thing, I realized quite practically that pain guides us. Uh, it, 
pain tells us when we've gone too far. Pain says you're making this condition worse because here I am bigger than I was before. You know, it's it's a, it's absolute guide. And in my particular condition, um, I am actually making it worse when the pain becomes worse, and a lot of conditions are like that. So um, it, it it's a feedback mechanism, and when we when we when we quiet it too much, when we when we get try to obliterate it or we try to ignore it, we don't have that feedback. And the feedback might be saying to me, it, "You're doing too much physically." When I use my arms, um, and particularly at the beginning stages of this condition, I was told to keep my hands near my waist almost all the time. Well, what do you do with that? Nothing. You can't even, you know, have a cup of tea. And so, but but I have very limited had particularly very limited use of arms and hands. So I had to be very careful how much I did in each day and kind of sort of meet out what I would do, choose what I would do, and the pain would give me feedback on how I was doing with that. And and that would tell me whether I was going to be better or worse the next day. So the pain would kind of keep me guided towards how I could heal myself. And, but it and also, I, and oh, I'm sorry, please go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think an underlying lesson is what you were saying before about, you know, we're actually, you were so active, you were constantly doing, you were the one in charge, and there's no time to rest and relax and take care of our body. I think part of my journey, and it sounds like yours too, was learning to listen to and honor my body. What does it need and want? Not yes. what does my mind think should happen or has exactly, to happen. Exactly, exactly. Because we, as I was saying before, we tend to approach healing the way we approach lots of other things in life as, as this goal setting thing, as, as something that has to happen now, as a hurry up and do it thing. And the body doesn't necessarily respond well to that. So I, when in, in learning how to sort of converse with pain and, and understand it as a messenger, it's a voice of the body. And, and I understood what it was saying to me. And, and in fact, when I did some of those creative visualizations too, it was saying, you know, step back, relax. You don't have to fix it all now. Uh, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be the perfect patient, but you also don't have to be the perfect mom, the perfect this, the perfect that, you know. And it it was teaching me in other areas of my life, not just in the healing process, but it's part of the healing process, to be less critical of myself, to give myself more of a break, to allow, as you were saying, absolutely allowing the body more rest. We don't rest hardly at all. And, you know, in our culture, we're, we're going, even our vacations, we're busy and we're going, 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 going. And our minds like that. Maybe, you know, part of us likes that, but the body doesn't necessarily like that. And the body may be saying to us, I need something different. And it may only be able to talk to us through the pain. I mean, it might be the only way it can get our attention is to, you know, be in a painful situation where it's like, finally, we have to stop. And finally, we have to take stock of what we're doing and what we're not doing for our body you know this is our vehicle in life we've only got one so um yes yes exactly and to honor it and to recognize that is it has needs the body our body is our vehicle in this life and if we don't pay attention to it and take care of it um we're hurting ourselves and 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 damaging the quality of our lives and that rest 
actually enhances the quality of our life. I, I wanted to touch, too, on something that we, we were talking about in the break, and that is that you shifted from, in, as you began to do these writings and listen to the pain and change your behavior, and then the pain started releasing, you had actually moved from a position of victim and helplessness to a position of empowerment. Um, so the pain wasn't in control. It spoke to you, and you listened. There was a communication, but you weren't at the mercy of it. You weren't a victim yes. anymore. Yes, and you know what I learned is that what we fight and what we resist actually controls us because we're locked in a battle with it, and it takes over our life. So we're not really winning anything when we, when we approach anything in that way, as far as I can tell. So stepping back from that and, and learning to work with pain and imagine pain as an ally, a partner in healing, um, yeah, that actually... When, when you're enmeshed in a battle, you're not going to necessarily win that battle with pain. Pain's really strong, <laughs> and it's got a purpose. And it's, in a way, it almost has a soul purpose, I think, sometimes, where, where part of us is, is trying to get us to change. And we might be needing to change the way we are with our bodies, certainly, but we also might be needing to change the way we are with ourselves, and I think that's part of our healing. So when we can let go of that resistance and begin to befriend pain, and and have it rather instead of in front of us as an enemy but beside us as an ally, then all of a sudden we've regained our own center in our lives. Pain is no longer the center. We've, we, we step away from the victim and we, we step back into our power. Pain is standing next to us rather than taking over the center place. And that's hugely, that, that creates a huge amount of difference in our ability to heal. And it also, you know, we find out that what, what pain is asking, I found out anyway, what pain was asking of me was to be different towards it, but also to be different towards myself and my body. So to be softer and kinder towards me. That was a, some of the things that I learned from pain and to be more compassionate towards myself. And not just in the physiological sense of being nicer to my body, yes, but also to be differently with me, to be, to just step back from that critical stance of myself. Uh, beautifully said. And we just have one more minute for this, um, literally for this portion of the show before I sign off with my um, listeners. But I wanted us to quickly touch upon what you were saying during break about sometimes people need to take medication and for them not to feel badly if that's what they need in order to um, make it through the day. And, yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to give the impression that I'm against pain medication it, it, because, man, sometimes you can barely function without it. And I totally support people in doing whatever they need to do to get through. And I'm, I, I know we have what we call an opioid crisis, and we're we're scared of what's happening with the overuse of of drugs and that kind of thing. But the answer isn't to just cut things, cut people off. We have to. Use it, use it judiciously, use the medication judiciously to help people function, to help people get sleep, but not stop there. That can't be the only answer we have. It's here, here's, here we're going to kill this pain, and we're going to do the best we can to you know, alleviate it, and then that's all we've got. So we want to use it as a, as a bridge to something, as you were saying earlier, a bridge 
to to where we want to go towards healing. So that that's not the that's not the be all and end all. Thank you so much. I uh, there's so much to talk about, but y- I want to thank you for being on the show, for You're embracing so your journey and sharing it with us. And I encourage everyone to purchase her book, The Pain Companion, and to visit her online at thepaincompanion.com and on Facebook. Sarah, thank you for your wisdom and for your heart and for sharing so generously with us. You're very welcome, Paula, and thank you to the listeners. Um, and blessings on your path. And I'd like thank to you. thank all of my listeners for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to PaulaJoyce.com to read my latest blog, like us on Facebook, learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the body, discovering hope and silver linings, the creative problem solving process or the OM awakening. And if you mention this show through August, you get a 15% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My corporate and private clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Sheila, the Archangel over emotional healing. She can help you ease and sometimes even eliminate your emotional pain. Ask for her help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to. Use your own words or say something like Archangel Sheila, I give you permission in a positive way to only to help me release my self-judgment about the chronic pain in my back or the guilt I'm feeling about my son's financial failures or the anger I'm feeling toward my daughter when she yells at me. The more specific you can be, the more Archangel Sheila can help you pay attention to signs, synchronicity and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please join us next Thursday right here when Wayne Kealohai Powell and Patricia Lynn Miller will talk with us about Hawaiian shamanistic healing and August 23rd when Elaine Layton will talk with us about receiving help from fairies and angels. And yes, they do exist. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved all is loved just let that feeling wash over you and through you have a blessed week thank you for tuning in to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit please join dr paula joyce and her guest experts next thursday at 8 a.m pacific time 11 a.m eastern time on the voice america empowerment channel Until then, have a positive week.